Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Two hours in, Al, and my movie date is still... Still on. Still on. My still man. On. I, I got the incredibly rare invitation from the 16-year-old saying, Hey, Dad, you want to go see a movie tonight? It's probably a... a, a, a April Fool's set up. I fell hard for it. I'm like, sure, love to. It hasn't hit me back yet. You you kind of threw a bunch of cold water on me right out of the gate. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to. I know you Just only because the way you set it up was you were shocked that he sent it to you. I was shocked, and look, I deeply touched. Like When you were 16, did you want to spend a ton of time with your dad on a Friday night? Sure. No. Right? Of course not. That's 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 not how it goes. And that I've gotten the first invitation in a long time. Very, very excited. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You got the Laker game tonight. And I, I'm not trying to put it out in the universe, but I just have this little itch in the back of my brain that 7.30 start. I'm feeling it's an important game both for both teams. It's going to be close probably. Maybe we get a multiple overtime situation and you're done <laughs> off the air at well, listen. Know, 12.30. Listen. listen. <laughs> I appreciate the cold bloodedness. I, I respect that. But you gotta wish for those on like a weekday where it's not a Saturday the next day. You know what I'm saying? Because like if we get overtime now and it's Friday night and then I just I could sleep in tomorrow, that's different. But if let's say that happened on a Tuesday, let's say yesterday Lakers versus the Jazz, yeah, and we're in a three Triple overtime OT. game and they play back to back, and then they got another one Sunday morning. Sunday afternoon, I think that's where. But I, I respect where you're going on that. Yeah, I just, I, it, it, that happens a few times a year. There, mm-hmm. there, there are a few moments where it's like, really? And then you just got to lean into it. You got to have that, I don't care anymore. Let's, let's make it four overtimes, five overtimes. Let's set the NBA record. Let's see if we can push this game to 1 o'clock in the morning. Just kind of lean into it, Al. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you tonight. I hope that it, I hope that it all comes true for you. Um, you know what could happen? Is that if let, let's say you do let's just say a normal one overtime game. Okay, so okay. post game show is about an hour. What time are you done? Say eleven thirty, eleven forty five. So they're right? late tonight, seven thirty. Let's say yeah, probably about eleven fifteen, eleven thirty. Okay, Szechuan sauce. Here's your opportunity. It's it, impulse buy. Go Now's get your nuggets. Go get Now's your Szechuan sauce. You got to do it. Let's. Just I might try of, it. Yeah. Speaking Oxnard and Brian. Brian, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Brian? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, so about the whole Szechuan sauce stuff, uh, obviously I know today is April Fool's Day, so I wasn't sure if you guys are trying to promote some kind of prank or joke or whatever. No. I happened to be in the area of a McDonald's, and I was like, you know what? There's no line here. I'm going to go through the drive-thru really quick and shoot my shot and see if they got it there. So I went in there, ordered the little eight-piece, and I was like, hey, I'm like, uh, can I get some Szechuan sauce? And I was like, uh, I'm kind of weary on it. Is it for real, or is this an April Fool's joke? I don't know if maybe the girl was new. She didn't know what's going on really or what. They're whoring them back there and selling them on eBay. But she was like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. We don't have them. So I want to see what's up. Is this for real? Because I, I was, I was kind of hesitant when I heard you guys talking about it. I think it's obviously an April Fool's prank, right? Brian, listen, um, I had to break the news to you, bro, but there's a whole black market going on with this <laughs> sauce. And Travis has an in. He's not telling anybody who his in is. Emily obviously has an in because she tried it yesterday. 
uh, this is it's a shady business. What's going on right now? Black behind closed sauces. doors. Yep. <laughs> no, look, Brian. Honest, on hand up. Honest to God. Seventy it's, bucks. I could get you two packets. It's real. Emily had it last night. I'm yes. not. This is not a put on. So, Brian, you have to order it on the app. So it's only available if you order from the app and you add it to your order. So that might be what it is, but I did have it. I did have it last night. Wait, McDonald's isn't doing the thing where if you don't order on the app there, if you walk in and say, hey, can I have a Szechuan sauce? App only. Beat it. I think, Beat it. I don't know, but that's just how I got it because I ordered via the app. So that's – if Brian, if you want to have it, I would say go that route. It's real. Business, uh, businessinsider.com had a whole piece on Rick and Morty. There's riots in the streets if people don't get their uh, their and Szechuan it's just sauce Emily along in the, the streets. Way. <laughs> just Emily after four drinks on a Thursday and Szechuan. I'm, I'm jealous, Emily. I'm, I'm jealous – just basically, a good time. no, I, I know it sounds like it. You're 25 years old and you can have five drinks on a Thursday and feel f- or four. Excuse me. I didn't mean to bonus you one four drinks on a Thursday and you feel fine the next day. I, that would sleep. That would wreck me. Oh, no, that's it's literally the equivalent of a torn MCL. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys haven't even asked what drinks I had and what order and whatever. We already know. We already know. We already know. She had a glass of wine, Jack and sangria, Coke. yep, and an IPA. <laughs> and a pina colada. I <laughs> I had a Saison, and then I had a uh, English Pale Ale, and then I had uh, that's one two. I had two uh, frozen pink drinks, is what they sure. called them. No, we had we basically literally described that's the, we had as we are as close as anybody. <laughs> basically, what you guys said is was a couple of beers, and then a couple of uh, frozen. Were they two were beers? They... And then it's essentially like a frosé, but they didn't have the actual ingredients. But I assumed it was something like a frosé. All right, so the Dodgers made a uh, deal this morning. Don't see a lot of deals. This, the opening day, week away, we're going to be at uh, Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel. Make sure you come out for opening day. Travis Lee, Mason in Ireland, Dodger baseball. We'll get to watch all of that stuff together, have a few beers. So, But Dodgers are going to have a new closer. Craig Kimbrell is now a member of the Dodgers. They traded him to AJ for, for AJ Pollock today. Just kind of a, a weird note. They share a spring training facility, the Dodgers and the White Sox. So, you know, walk to one end of the ballpark instead of the other. Uh, Dodgers had a lot of outfielders. Dodgers have a lot of players that can play multiple positions. What they didn't have is somebody that can pitch the ninth inning, or at least they didn't want Blake Trinan to have to do it exclusively. And now they got one of the best closers in baseball over the last 10 years or so. I, I don't know how much the – do you think the Kenley signing in Atlanta really threw them off? Like, do you no, think they felt like, hey, you all. know what, we, we, we have a chance, we can bring Kenley back. So you don't think that was a surprise? Because remember, Kenley was on a deadline here with the Braves – Hey, we're giving you a couple hours. You're either coming with us or you're not. And he obviously chose the Atlanta Braves. Didn't know what those numbers were going to look like for uh, with the Dodgers. But this, like you mentioned, it addresses a need. And for us, for for us to kind of think back or to look back over the last week or so and talk about, well, I, it's good what the Dodgers have done this off season, but you still got a lot of question marks with your starting pitching and also your bullpen. They addressed the big one today because they lost, obviously, Joe Kelly. They lost Kenley Jansen. Um, that, that, it's not that A.J. Pollock doesn't have value. I think he does have value for the Dodgers. You just have an abundance of that, and you're thin on the other side. Yeah, I don't think – let, let me say this differently. I think what the Dodgers are extraordinary at is almost never getting caught flat-footed. Right? Let's go back to last season. That The Dodgers knew going into the season that Corey Seager was entering his free agent year. Corey yep. Seager is a really talented guy. He hit a home run against the Dodgers yesterday, which was kind of weird to see. Um, but they, they know knew, his market. They right, know they, his value. Somebody may come in and go off the top rope, and we, we're not going to go there. We need to have plan B in place. 
And so when they went out and got Scherzer, they said, you know, we'll take Trey Turner too. It's the ultimate, you know, safety net. So they have this. I think that the Dodgers coming into the season with Kenley Jansen and then the lockout and everything else that was taking place, it was one of these, we have our number. If we can get it, that's fine. But if he's going to get something somewhere else, we're going to let him go and we're going to go to plan B. I guarantee you they had a plan B locked and loaded, ready to go. They are as good at thinking about what's coming around the corner as any team in baseball. They got a guy that I think is probably better situated to have a good year this year. I know that Kenley's Kenley's been a great Dodger. All the respect in the world. It felt like he was past the end of the line. Hmm. Corey Kimbrell does not feel like that. I think they got the better of the two options, and I love love that they did it at the beginning of the season because why not? Why wait? What if somebody else comes in and snags him? Why not go do it right now? Love it. Well, and I think this is a perfect example, too. What happens the rest of the way with the Dodgers? What else do they need to address? This is just a kind of a, a good example, and this isn't this isn't an outlier. This has been a consistent thing with the Dodgers. What do we need? If we need to go out there by the trade deadline, and like you just mentioned, they addressed two things at the trade deadline, one that was going to also help them this season because Corey Seager left when they got Trey Turner. And, oh, by the way, you brought in Max Scherzer, and now you're, you're obviously addressing – I don't know how much that had to do with, well, Trevor Bauer wasn't there anymore, but they you're bringing in Max Scherzer. So any question marks that you have about the Dodgers, this is one of the few franchises in sports that you can say if they need it, they're going to go try out. They're going to go try to go get it. They they did that again this morning. And it's, it's yes, but they address these issues at a level that is just, so incredibly impressive it's you need a starting pitcher okay who, who doesn't at the deadline right so the teams in contention almost always need a starting pitcher who's the best one max scherzer okay we'll take him hmm. who's the best uh, the, the guy and this wasn't a free agent exactly but a couple of years ago the everybody knew the red sox were going to move on from mookie betts mookie betts coming off an mvp year one of the best players in baseball who gets him the dodgers get him Freddie Freeman this year, okay? There's a bunch of teams that could use a player like Freddie. Who gets them? The Dodgers. They don't only address their their deficiencies, as small as they may. They address them, and it's like killing a fly with a sledgehammer, right? We're, we're not just going to go get a relief pitcher. We're going to go get Craig Krimble. We're going to go get Freddie Freeman. We're going to go get Mookie Betts. They just they always get the right guy. Did you see this? I, I thought this was interesting. It was an article Emily sent um, this morning. So MLB League – is obviously changing, and it all started, Trav, with the uh, with the DH now, right? DH now in the National League. Are you a fan of what they're doing, restructuring? Are you a fan of how baseball is going to be? Okay, you're not going to now face the Arizona Diamondbacks 11-plus percent of your schedule against the Diamondbacks, which is 19 games, right? Yeah. And you, you obviously do that in the entire NL West. I guess the only question I have is, why is baseball so far behind on a lot of this stuff? Because this is, in my opinion, really, really good for baseball. It's really, really good for the sport. Doesn't it feel like the NFL, the NBA, there's other leagues out there that are more open to changing so much quicker than Major League Baseball? Baseball's always been last, right? I shouldn't say always. They a long time ago. Don't they learn the from their mistakes. They, they don't think it's a mistake. That's the problem. It, you, you bring up a good point. And let's do this. Because there's a part of the new schedule that I think is brilliant. The DH thing makes it easy because you don't have to do different rules for different situations. It just kind of homogenizes the whole thing to a point. But there's an element to this schedule that we haven't talked about that I think is incredibly beneficial for all 30 teams in Major League Baseball. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Al, do you think it would be weird if I just drove over to San Gabriel maybe Sunday afternoon, go to Clearman's Galley and just pick up my spot and just kind of do the whole show there all week long because I'm that excited for Friday when we're going to be out there doing our first remote as the Trav and Sleash. I know we've both done remotes independent of one another, yep. but we've never done one collectively. I'm very excited. Do we do like a practice broadcast Thursday night? Yeah, I think probably we just like batting practice, right? We yep, go out we there. We just got to get out there. We got to warm up. <clears throat> we'll take it's the, the driving range. We'll take the, the staff at Clearman's Galley and have them fire mm-hmm. off some ask sleeves to just kind of get you ready for an in-person ask sleeve, which, by the way, another great reason to come out on, on next Friday morning, 10 a.m. We're going to start the show, Clearman's Galley. In-person ask sleeves. What, what more could we possibly ask for? That's, that's, that's the number one reason people should come. Yeah, by the way, um, th- those shirts – that we uh, that we got what was it, a couple days ago, Janice. Yesterday. Oh yeah, no, it was actually yesterday. Yeah. Um, I got a white one too, so I ended up oh. with a white and a black one. I know I didn't want to kind of tell you. I negotiated on the side with Janice. I was able to get another one as well. <laughs> I, I'm okay that you got the white. The wh- white ones on me, or it's not. What, nobody needs that. The black one is bad enough as it is because it's a little snug. But white and snug. I thought it fit deal. perfect. It's my person. <laughs> I thought it fit perfect. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to John. John, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, John? Hey, uh, first-time caller calling from uh, over here in Sarasota. Welcome. Thanks for calling, John. Uh, I'm wondering here, uh, I'm I'm really big into whip myself, and uh, I was thinking, well, I wanted to look him up because I wanted to see Kenley versus Kimbrough, and it's actually Kenley has a, a better whip uh, significantly, I would say, even over his 12-year career. Uh, um, I wonder if you took a look at that yourself. Uh it's, it's actually interesting that Kimbrough has a 1.2 versus uh, Kenley. It's a 1.04. So you're talking for last season or for their careers? Actually, for both. Uh, for last year in 2021, Kenley had a lower whip, and also for their, their career, respective careers, he has a lower whip as well. Yeah, no, it, it, I love that stat. Like, like you said, John. I, like I, think I just got my taxes done. <laughs> I think that – so what whip, W-H-I-P, walks, hits – IP, inning pitch, walks. How many – basically what the equation is is how many guys get on base every inning, whether through a walk or through a hit, how many guys get on base each inning. And if it's around one, it's really good. John, like you said, the, the numbers that you said, one guy – Kenley's at a 1.0-something and, and uh, Kimbrell's at like a 1.2-something, those are both very, very good. Um, the, the kicker for me, while Kimbrell I think is a better bet now, I'm not talking about historic. I'm talking about coming into this season. And by the way – closers are notoriously fickle they kind of go up and down and when they go down they don't often back come back up the other way you're going to need some swing and miss in the ninth inning i'll go go back a couple of seasons ago go back when Ken, kenley was really good for the dodgers last year i don't mean to throw a bunch of cold water on it but there's a lot of balls in play against him right that, that all of a sudden 
when you get into some really sticky situations, you're going to want guys that have – so that's why Trinan, I think, is their secret weapon, right? You can deploy him seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning, whatever it is. I need the ball to not be in play. Put Blake Trinan out there because if that slider's working, nobody's touching that guy. So I, I think the conversation of – and I know we did this a little bit earlier. I think naturally it comes up. You, you Kenley Jansen went and signed with the Braves for the mm-hmm. same amount of money, and they're almost the exact same age. I know it's easy to make those comparisons. I think the more, more important thing is Kenley's been – off your roster now for at least a couple of weeks. How are you going to address that? Dodgers addressed it. So I, I, that to me is, I think, the thing that stands out most is you had a weakness that now you could start looking and say, okay, you got Gratterall there, Blake Trinan, like you've mentioned, how you eventually use him. Now you're throwing in uh, somebody that's a vet in the league that has had success, that can fill in that closer role. I, I think that's the most important thing. Whether we sit here today and try to make the comparisons between this player and that player, Corey Seager or Trey Turner, you know, it's like, we, we can do that with those positions, but I think the key is the Dodgers are a little bit closer, a little bit more well-rounded than they were three hours ago. How good of a team do you have to be to trade A.J. Pollock and everybody go, yeah, great player, but we'll be I fine. know, I know. I mean, th- this is a guy it's because you're that star. stacked. Right? Yep. You just, oh, we got Mookie, we got Bellinger, we got Taylor, we got, you know, Muncie, we got Lux, we got all these guys that don't have, you know, necessarily solidified position. Not solidified, that's the wrong word. But you can, you can shuffle the deck so many different. Max Muncie can play first, he can play second, he can play third, he can DH. Cody Bellinger can play center field, he can play first base. Mookie can play all three outfield positions, second base. Trey Turner can play all over the field. Teams don't have that. So when you can, when you can move a guy like Pollock, most teams are like, okay, now I'm missing my left fielder and I'm missing the guy that's going to hit fourth or fifth in my lineup. I'm like, yeah, we're cool. We'll take Craig, Craig Kimbrell. It's pretty crazy. Um, you were talking about the schedule and how it's different. They typically, up until this year, would play 19 games against division opponents, and then you would have a, a schedule where you'd play the other National League teams a, a handful of times, and then you would have some series against some American League teams, right? You're playing the American League Central one year. If you're the Dodgers, you play the Angels every year, and you kind of mix and match. They're going to something that's a lot more like the NBA, where you're going to play everybody every year, right? The the, the, the Lakers play the Knicks every year. They play them once in L.A., they play them once in New York, but they play each other every year. That's what this is going to be like. The Dodgers will play the Yankees every year now. The Dodgers play the Red Sox every year. The Dodgers will go play, the, you know, take pick, pick another, the Seattle Mariners. They're going to play them every year. Some of them are dog series like the Mariners, but so, the Dodgers-Yankees every year? Who doesn't want to see that? And here's the best part about it. You're going to put guys like Aaron Judge in, play, in, in places like St. Louis that don't get to see him. Mm-hmm. Mike Trout is going to go play in Atlanta every year where you don't get to see him. Shohei Otani is going to go pitch in Wrigley Field that doesn't happen. These are the things that this new schedule, your best players in every city every year, why wouldn't you want to do that? Why would you be depriving baseball fans a chance to see some of the best players in the world come to your city three times, six times, whatever the case is? Um, this is a no-brainer. I mean, let's let's just stay in the NL West for a quick second. The NL West, if you play the Arizona Diamondbacks 19 times, that's 11% of your schedule. Okay, take the San Francisco Giants, the San Diego Padres, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Colorado Rockies. That's 46% of your schedule mm-hmm. is played against those four teams. Why do you need 19 of those? I don't know what the equivalent that it, what, what that would be to the NBA, but is that playing the Golden State Warriors seven or eight times or you know six times? Do you really need to see a team that be, often? Well, if we're talking, I'm just going to round off 10%. It would be like playing the Warriors eight times. What right? do we, That's so, roughly 
So I, this is a – it's not only a no-brainer. It almost angers me that <laughs> that I – that I've been deprived of some of these players. You know, I'm, I'm just talking about teams in general, right? There is an excitement. By the way, you know what I think makes the NBA so exciting? I can have a game that – I can have a game. Actually, that's part of it. It's who you're going to play. Because even if your squad is not that good, you're looking at, hey, this is – I get to see Luka tonight. Or you know what? I get to see Giannis tonight. Imagine you got to play every other year and you don't get to see Giannis. Imagine that. Right, you don't get those two times that you get to go see Giannis, one of the best players in the NBA, or Embiid is every other year, or KD is every other year. It's a no-brainer from a baseball perspective, and and since you're the guy that this is this is your sport, well, are are we eventually going to get to a point? Because I I also don't understand the structure of baseball when it comes to this way. There, let's use Dodgers as an example. Last season. They get to the postseason, they have 106 wins, and the path they had to take, it was not benefited because of their 106 wins. That's one example of another, well, this is how they've done it. Okay, let's use another thing as an example. Why are the teams all on the West Coast, why are they not in the same division? Like why are, why aren't the Angels and the Giants and the Dodgers in the same division? What what, what am I missing there? Like I, I a nothing lot of this now. No, nothing now because the rules are the same. They're, the the only reason they weren't before Al because of the DH the rules were different. Right? Yeah. You, had, you had two different styles of rules and you got two halves of the draw that you could potentially get a world like the Clippers and the the Lakers can never play each other in the finals. Theoretically, the Dodgers and the Angels could right that because they're on opposite halves of the draw. And maybe that's part of the appeal of all this. The, the thing that just doesn't make any sense to me is, and, and you got to kind of put yourself in a position where you're not in L.A., right, that you're not in the Bay Area, you're not in Chicago, you're not in New York, you're not in one of these places, that you're, let's say you're in Kansas City, okay, you play, you, you're, you're a Kansas City Royals fan, and you get American League baseball far more, once in a blue moon a National League team will come through, you're never going to get to see the best players in the National League. Or very, very rarely. That's dumb. Of course that's it a, is. That's an incredibly dumb thing to do. Here, if I want to see Aaron Judge, I'll go watch an, Aaron, an Angel game. If I want to go see Freddie Freeman before he came to the Dodgers, I'll go sure. watch a Dodger game. I have sure. options to catch all these guys. But if you live in a place where you only have one of these teams, you could you could go three years before Shohei Otani comes through town. That's really stupid. Tatis, Mookie, you know, all, all these great players you only get to see so often. Okay, w- which one makes more sense? And by the way, do you think they'll – I don't know if they'll ever restructure this. Should the Rockies be in the NL West or should the Angels be in the NL West? I don't, th- that part of it doesn't really move me one way or the other. I, I, I guess the Angels make more sense. But don't you want to face, like, isn't that kind of also exciting that if you're an Angel fan, you could just go to Dodger Stadium or you could just go down to San Diego or you can go up to the Bay and go see – like, isn't locale also give you a better chance to go see your squad even when they're on the road? Maybe. Why? Why? Why are Why are the Angels and uh, and Houston in the same? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, I, throw throw it back even further. How about the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Reds in the same division? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. The Dodgers are in the far left bottom corner of the country. The Reds are at the top of the middle, and the Braves are at the the bottom right point. That the, the, we'll all play for the something? same thing. Am I missing something? The best one ever: NFC West in football. St. Louis. Atlanta, San Francisco, mm-hmm. and Seattle. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Great division, guys. That makes a whole whole bunch of sense along the way. No, I give me more of the star players. I don't the, the the geography of it all, 
I could take it or leave it. I don't care if they play the Angels ten times. I don't care if they play them five. I, I just want to see everybody. Mm-hmm. Give me the Yankees. Give me the Red Sox. Give me give me the Toronto Blue, Toronto Blue Jays. Maybe the one team in baseball that has a lineup as good as the Dodgers. And if I'm in a National League exclusive city, I'm trying to think of a good. If I'm in Colorado, Blue Jays are never coming through there. I'm never going to get to see them. Maybe once every three or four years. Now I'm going to get to see them every year. It's a it's it's a brilliant idea that should have been done. What? 10, 20, 50 years that, ago. That's why I'm saying that I'm 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 happy that it's happening, and then I get angry that it that we didn't have this before, right? Like why 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 wouldn't this just have happened earlier? But we'll be happy that it's uh, it's going to start this year. You, me, every other Rams fan in this town, we are way too spoiled. We don't even realize why, Slee. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I think that's my least favorite uh, promo we have for this You're a lovemaker, bro. You're a lovemaker. Who isn't? But, I mean, it's just, I don't know about the microphone. That seems not not necessarily my jam espn radio is brought to you by progressive insurance um i've given you two hours and 30 minutes and i feel like time is running out so i need to call you out on something jump in here am i not looking fresh today am i not looking crisp and clean because yesterday you paid me a very nice compliment at the top Mm -hmm. of the show i've been waiting for another one it's not coming it's not feeling it today why not exactly the same setup no yesterday you looked a lot different. 
No. I think you combed your hair different today. No, same. I've combed my hair the same way for 20 years. It's something looks different. Is it the beard? No, same. No, you you didn't shower this morning. I did. Did you brush your teeth? I did. Use conditioner. I just sometimes you know sometimes you're just putting it out there. Sometimes it's yep. just kind of radiating off of you. Maybe maybe I'm more of an in person sort of impact that we're doing. The shirt's this throwing me today. off. He's wearing a V neck. <laughs> maybe it's the ass sleeve shirt that I didn't have on today that I had right. on yesterday. That could be what it is. Um, don't forget week from today. One week from today. This sleep. Imagine what this is going to feel like. Twelve thirty. A week from today. We'll be about a half hour away from the end of the show. We'll be about a half hour away from the start of the Dodgers season. And we're going to be at Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel, right there on Rosemead Boulevard, 7215. Opening day. We'll have a few beers. We'll have a burger or something. Have maybe the cheese toast there. Let me speak to that. Outstanding. They got this red cabbage. They got this cheese cheese toast, this vinegary. It's, it's, it's wonderful. You're going to love it. And we get to hang out with the people. They got to come Still- out. They got to do, do it. They got to game come starts out and hang right after one one ten uh, first pitch, so you could watch some Dodgers baseball, uh, and then uh, you know trap later that night. Everyone, let's head over to Crypto.com Arena for another Laker game. Lakers do they Thunder. play that? Oh, they do play. That yeah, they night. play. They play. Uh, it'll be their last home game of the Denver season. Is it the Nugs? Only they'll go the OKC. They'll go OKC. Okay. And then they'll on that Sunday they'll play Denver after that, and then. Two playing tournaments on the road. We'll handle business there. Take care of the Phoenix Suns in the first round in six. Then our way to on six. our way to the second round. <laughs> I like. By the way, let's do it. Let's do. I, I'll, I'll get on board. You want to see me do a one eighty? Exactly what just happened. If if what you said comes true, I will be. I'll, me and why Flea do they have to show the parade? I don't understand why they have to show you some type of uh, something to make you believe. I'm just kidding. Well, it, that's, it, that's a, that was, yeah, that was a joke just, right there. You know, I'm just, uh, you know, I just would like to see a little something that's not 14 games under 500. All right. Speaking of a little something, how about yeah. this? Bobby Wagner joins the Rams yesterday. And mm-hmm. because of the position he plays, I don't know if people appreciate how good of a football player he is. He's made the first-team all-pro list four out of the last five years. Aaron Donald's made it five out of five. Bobby Wagner's four out of five. Oh, by the way, Jalen Ramsey's three out of five. So you've got these three guys on your defensive end. You've got Malcolm Floyd, who's a very, very good defensive player. You've got Sebastian Joseph Day is gone, but you've got Greg Gaines to kind of take his spot right there. We'll see who else they add along the way. We spend so much time. Mm-hmm. Hey, Cooper Cup, best wide receiver in football, triple crown, Super Bowl winning catch. Uh, Matthew Stafford comes in, wins three playoff games for him. How are you going to replace Robert Woods? Well, we've got Allen Robinson here. OBJ, offense, offense, offense. When you think of Sean McVay, offense, offense, offense. The guy that, you know, video game offense. The reason the Rams won the Super Bowl is because they basically threw a shutout in the second half. Mm. The Rams couldn't do anything through the second quarter, through the third quarter offensively. Now, they got it going there in the fourth. But the reason that they only needed to get it going once in the fourth is because the defense was lights out and they just added Bobby Wagner. I know it's not nearly as sexy as adding OBJ or as adding a guy like Matthew Stafford, but it might be just as important. No, but Bobby Wagner, that's a that's a key piece. I mean, I, I, for those who don't think it's that big of a deal, I, I don't know if there's a team in the NFL that if they could have Bobby Wagner – um, representing their squad that they wouldn't take it, especially a veteran team, especially a team that's competing for a Super Bowl. Uh, listen, I, th- I think it's a fantastic fit. The, the, the thing that I'm more curious about with this Rams team, how the hell are they doing all this? I don't know. I, I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm being honest. How, how, no, are, I, they, how are they doing all this? I, I don't know, but I want to go back. I know I say this occasionally, but it's 
Go back to the morning show, Keyshawn, LZ, and Travis. And, Alan, I asked that exact question to Key. I said, listen, at some point the bill comes due, right? We all knew the guy in college gets that first credit card, 48% interest rate. Mm-hmm. You sign up right outside the student union, and here you go. Go to town. It's got an $800 limit, and it's got a 40% interest rate. Knock yourself out. And those of us that understand basic math and compound interest, we're like, well, And in high school and college, like, yeah, let's just not teach them. Let's not teach them that. No. Gi- give us a couple years to make some money before what? they before they. Why did you uh, need to learn that? that? So you had the guy that went out and bought a stereo that went out and, and, and you know, threw a party or whatever, put it on the credit. I'll just, I'll just pay the minimum every month. Well, eventually you're broke. Eventually that bill, or you have to declare bankruptcy. There's a pen. You have to pay the money at some point. Of course. Right? So the Rams, it feels like have that credit card. Like, yeah, we'll, just, we'll deal with it later. But I keep coming back to what Keyshawn told me. He said, Travis, you don't understand. There is no salary cap in the NFL. That there's a salary cap if people don't want to pay people. Maybe we can't, we, you know, we can't do it. We, can't, we, we got, you know, the cap, we're capped out. Don't have enough cap, 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 cap. It's, it's, but if you want to pay somebody, there is always a way to figure out a way to pay a guy. You may have to spread it out over a longer period of time. You may have to front load it and do it here. But if you want a guy, you can always find a way to get him paid. That it's a way to not pay guys, not a way to pay guys. And if you have the, the owner, if you have the coach, if you have the general manager, and they're all willing to kind of go deeper into that we're going to have to push this further, further down the road, you can continue to do it if you have the resources. And I think that's what it is. I don't understand how the math works, Al, but what Key told me is if you want to pay somebody, you can always pay somebody. I always matter how we put the pressure on the Rams, and we say this about every team in L.A. Hey, listen, if you want the attention – you, you got to compete. you, you got to be really, really good. at. So if, just use as an example, the Chargers, I, I feel like, are a couple steps behind. They are – they're starting at uh, – they're starting down 10 nothing the, the moment they walked into L.A. Now it's a matter of can you compete? Even if you can compete, are you going to be relevant or not? Clippers have been here for how long? And now they got one of the richest owners in sports, if not the richest owner in sports, who's making big-time moves, and you're still behind the eight ball from an interest level in L.A. The Rams, we we had we had these conversations about you got to come in with a splash, you got to be competitive, you got to name a bigger splash than what they. I mean, but can I say something? Do is I, a splash. It's cannonballs. I, but I almost feel like there comes a point where I don't. Yes, that's important. But everything they're doing, bro, they're trying to win. <laughs> like put put. You could try to make a splash, and you could go get players, and you could try to make a lot of noise, and you could, you know, everybody can be singing rah rah all that. They are trying to win, and, and I, I, the reason why I'm emphasizing that, Trav, this is not Siciliano was uh, Andrew Siciliano came on our show, and we were doing the, at the parade. Sure, remember the conversation that he he said um, he had, and he was talking about. I'm trying. I'm forget. I'm blanking on the name. Um, the CEO of the uh, of the Rams, Kevin Demoff. He's with Kevin Demoff, and he was talking about uh, where Demoff, this is maybe five, six years ago, we're trying to win Super Bowls. Yeah. And, and, and Siciliano was like, yeah, I mean, okay, everybody is, right? Like, yeah, you're trying to win. They're trying to win Super Bowls. So when you go out and get a guy like Bobby Wagner, and when you're saying with those picks, we're not, I almost feel like the L.A. portion of it, well, you have to do this because you want the end. That part, I think they know it's going to come. 
they're trying to compete in a league that nobody's won back-to-back Super Bowls in how long now? It's been 20, 20 years. years, something yeah. along those lines. It's Patriots in like 0203. It's been 20 years, yes. The last five years, they've been in the mix. That's all you can ask for. Can you be in the mix? Do you see something changing over the next few years that they're not in the mix? The, I, I know the, anything can happen in the NFL. Anything can happen in the NFL, but the reason they're in the mix every year for the last five years, it's it's two guys. It's it's literally two guys. It's McVay yep. and it's Donald. Mm-hmm. The, the, the reason they've been in the mix, the last, because, and I'm not throwing any shade at Cooper Cup or Matthew Stafford or any of these guys, but they were doing it without Cup, right? He went down for an injury. They continued to play really, really well. They did it when he was a rookie and wasn't quite. Got what to he the is Super right Bowl now. without without Stafford. They got to the Super Bowl with Jared mm-hmm. Goff, who, who you know on his good days was okay, but he's not Matthew Stafford, and it's still those are the two guys. If Donald continues to play at that high level. And Sean McVay continues to be the coach that he's been because, again, we talked about it the other day. His bad year was nine and seven, and they missed the playoffs by one game. Hmm. Okay, so that's the down year in your organization. And then they quickly rebuilt it. They turn it right around. They go to the playoffs the next year. They win the Super Bowl the year after that. If those two, the Donald one is the more alarming one because he's an athlete. He could age out really at any point, right? It's just that that's just the way that these things go. But as long as McVay's over there. I think they are in an unbelievable position to continue to win these things because Stan Kroenke's not going to run out of money. Les Snead's not going to figure, you know, wake up one day and say, you know what's the most important thing? First-round draft picks. I don't think that's going to happen. That number 27 pick. Right. So if mm-hmm. McVay's still the guy that can coach these guys up, you're going to need to find something Donald-ish, and, and mm-hmm. there isn't another one coming. But if you can find something close to it, if you can find somebody that could be the best defensive player on your team for a period of time and, and be one of the best in the league, Donald Donald's the player piece that keeps this whole thing together. And now you got Bobby Wagner. I don't know who's running the books for the Rams, but how the hell they're doing this is uh, pretty damn impressive. Oh, ready? I'm going to go young person. Ready? Here it comes. Yep. NMP. Not my problem. <laughs> oh, you're is, right about that. that whoever is for, is for responsibling yeah. that out, that's their problem. I'm just going to enjoy Bobby Wagner wearing Rams horns. As I'm you gonna, should. Yeah, I'm just going to lean into it every single Sunday. The dump. Coming up next, it's Travis Slee. 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. It's time for everything we haven't gotten to today. Yes, it's time for the dump. 
It is World Cup draw day, Sleeve. It, uh, Team USA is into the World Cup. We qualified uh, yesterday. We officially got our bid. Uh, we are going to be in a group that will include England, Iran, the United States, and either Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine. They are still trying to figure out the last team in our pool. Hmm. Um, I know as much about soccer as uh, anybody in the world. I'm basically an expert in these things. Sure. Um, we should get out of that group, right? England looks to be the other team that you would expect to come out of that group and go into the knockout round, and that's why uh, it's super fun. You know, I know – I don't know if you've watched Scotland lately, but it's been um, it's been pretty impressive what they put together. And They're on the back line. They uh, I mean, kilts. let me just say this real quick. Offsides, that's number one, okay? <laughs> number two, just offsides, just offsides. <laughs> Nothing more to it. Can I tell you that this is probably – I don't know if this happens to you. I'm the same. I'm not following soccer. I'm not following the Premier League. Yeah. By the way, that is a bucket list for me. I would love to go to That'd one of those fun. matches. They That'd they look amazing. Yeah. But with that being said, when the World Cup comes, bro, I'm watching those games. I, I think they're amazing. I think they're incredibly fun. Whether USA is in it or not, and obviously they weren't in it last time uh, or last go-around, I'm watching. Are you, are you going out of your way watching some of these games? I watch the World Cup. I think the World Cup is yeah. exciting. It's great. It's great. I, I All – Bits aside, I know nothing yeah. about soccer. I love the World Cup. It's a super I do too. fun event. It is a it, great event. I get fired up every year. And that's so unique. It's so unique because it's the only sport that I don't follow for four years. And then it comes, and I'm like, oh, I'm all in. Yeah, I mean, are you kidding me? Portugal, that's the team to beat. You know, it's almost like March Madness with our uh, with our brackets. You think you're an expert? <laughs> okay, so uh, Jorge just weighed in. He just sent me a text. Here, here's how this breaks down. Scotland, right? He, he said Scotland. Like, no. No, he says England is expected, but if it's Wales as the fourth team, it'll be Wales and USA battling for the second seed in that group. So Wales is a team that uh, we do not want to see uh, play. Yeah, no, I, I, we want to root I just, against Wales. I question Jorge right now. <laughs> uh, he has not watched enough Scotland. <laughs> that not. back line and that one guy with the red hair, he's really good. I like Offsides. Him. He's, he, he's very good. The Forum is now the Kia Forum, Slee. No longer the fabulous forum or the Great West forum or whatever. It's now the Kia forum. So am I right or, accordingly? Am I, ro- am I right or wrong on this? Wasn't the Great Western forum the first naming rights yes. that they did? And that's Dr. Jerry Buss? Yeah. Well, I, I told you that and people were incensed when it happened. I've told you this story. The, the, I don't know and, if you have. Tell so me. Jerry Buss is great, and I'm, I'm not going to get it exactly right, but this is close enough. Mm-hmm. That somebody said, "How you know, how you're going to sell it and change the name of the forum? And he said, let me ask you a question. What's your name? Bill. He said, what if I gave you $5 million? Can I start calling you Dave? He's <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of the way that it goes, right? And it's a perfect – and doesn't that sound like something he would say? Like, listen, what are, what are you doing? Who cares tell what me, call it? Please tell me this weekend on Sunday night winning time there's something about that. I, I, want, I want that scene to play out that he comes in, he calls it the Great Western Forum. So it's called Kia Forum. It's owned by uh, – it's obviously owned by Bomber. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's 400 mil. We'll stop this negotiation, and I'll just own the forum, and then I'll eventually build the stadium next to me. I that's so, still, I, by the way, that's still that's one of the most baller things I've ever heard that. of. I know you like that one a lot. I just hope that if he does say it in winning time, it happens at Zastros. That's all I have to. We we can both get what we want. He can say it. Why and he can say it at Zastros? Why do I think? You know, back in the days where you would say you're negotiating for a car, and it was like, well, what if I pay all cash? <laughs> Can it go from twenty five down to eleven thousand? Uh huh. 
and you just thought somebody was walking with you. Why do I see Bomber like parking far at the forum and walking through the pocket parking lot <laughs> with just stacks of cash, and he's yeah. giving it to Dolan? Like, are we good? And Dolan's like, we're good. I like to picture like a canvas bag with a dollar sign and a rope tied around the top, <laughs> like in the cartoons where <laughs> Bugs Bunny would have the giant bag with the dollar sign on the side. A couple of uh, very famous movies came out on this day, uh, April 1st. Let's start in 1993. Your movie, Al, The Sandlot. You've emceed an event with the actors from The Sandlot. Debuted 1993. You and I think every pro- Everybody's seen it, right? You saw it, oh, Trav, right? It's a okay. great movie. Well, um, not everybody. Remember, Cates came in and he was defending, uh, he was defending Rocky IV as he should have. <laughs> sure. If I'm correct, Cates had never seen Sandlot. It was the what? biggest curveball to me and his Killing son growing up. All he did was play baseball with him and everything else. It made no sense to me. I don't know how you can be someone. Yeah, Cates is a baseball guy. That's too. what his I'm kid saying. Is a baseball player. Sandlot. Yeah. Taylor, you see Sandlot. Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, I've seen it like twelve only, times. Only Cates and maybe Funches. Maybe Funches has not seen that lot. That's the only other person. That, that that blows. I I I'm not gonna lie. I think less of Cates right now. I like I held him in very high regard, and now at twelve fifty on April first, I I think less of him. Um, he's gonna take sponsorships from our show just for saying that. <laughs> that was nineteen ninety three, nineteen sixty five. The hills are alive with the sound of music. The banger. It's great. So beautiful. Let's a doe, go. a deer, a female deer. A de- <laughs> you that? Alvitas and good night. I know them all. I, there's only a few. High School Musical and The Sound of Music. Those are the movies that I know the uh, the the songs from. Al, you I'm a Julie that. Andrews fan? I'm bumping that coming into uh, Crypto.com Arena tonight. It's going to be that. It's going to be it that. It is a long the, movie. How long You're, is it? Oh, like three hours. It's, it's intermission. It's like one of those old ones. Oof. Yeah, that's when you'd go into the movies in a coat and tie, and you'd watch about 90 minutes of the movie, and then the lights would come on, the orchestra would start playing, you'd adjourn for a martini and a pack of cigarettes, and then you'd go back in and watch the second half of Captain the movie. Captain Von Trapp, though, was one of my uh, childhood crushes. So Christopher Plummer. Good-looking man. Let's yeah. just say that. He's still alive, I want to say, right? Uh, he. I want. I think. Yeah, I want to say he is. I think he's still doing movies too. He's just speaking of, and this is kind of a, a grim transition. Um, Bruce Willis is going to not act in in movies anymore. He's got a health condition mm. um, called aphasia, where it makes it very difficult for him to speak and 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 do things like that. So, bummer, because Bruce Willis has had some unbelievably memorable movies, and he may have. Emily asked a really interesting question the other day, mm. like, is his yippee kaye? You know, you know what? Is that one of the great lines of movie history? It absolutely is, right? Yeah, there's a few that come right up. That's 100% one of those that just right out the gate, if you like most popular, uh, most popular one-liners, of course that's one of them. That is. It Why'd shows, you bleep it out? As far as, <laughs> as far as action movie goes, that might be right near the top of the list. There's a bunch of good ones, but mm-hmm. if Die Hard's not on the, on, at least near the top of the list, is that your favorite? Yeah, it's too much of a classic. Like, it's, it literally is a classic. And I always joke around, like, whenever we're talking movies, I don't know why I throw Die Hard in there. Is that's one of my, like, my punchlines. It's, it's fantastic. Fantastic movie. Emily, you've been warned. 
just just be careful for the rest of the day. You at least didn't get to midnight. It is National Sourdough Bread Day, and I know Oof. that that is your nemesis. I yes. know that that's something. Careful. That, sourdough careful now is haunting me in all my dreams. I had careful to throw there. away the loaf that I had. Actually, I didn't. I, I still have it. But I was going to say, if I, if I can't have any uh, more sourdough sandwiches, unfortunately. Maybe we go rye or squaw or just regular wheat Or just bread. a glass of water <laughs> with <laughs> me. Or have a glass of water next to you. That would be a good way to go. Smaller bites. and uh, you can. I, I believe that you can conquer the sourdough enemy because out my fear sourdough there's no better i mean we can do a bag- baguette not a bad way to go mm-hmm. on a sandwich always a good spot but a little toasted sourdough oh, no, for a sandwich is anything it doesn't stop here back. for a second yeah no nobody's saying no to that nobody no, give me white no, no nobody's nobody wants that right we need a little we need a little something we need a little tang in that bread well don't hate on white don't hate on i mean white just, is for one thing and one thing only okay it's not a well, go-to by any stretch of the imagination. White is really good. If you're making, uh, you got to do a little peanut butter and that, jelly. White that's is, the one thing. The white's one the one thing to, that white is fine on is, is peanut butter. Even though I don't put anything on peanut butter and jelly, and it works for me, but Boom. white is the go-to. Give me Al, that I love like you're going to defend white bread, too. You're like, but hey, white bread has some qualities. Al, no. Al at the Final Four, instead of going Austrian and Vietnamese, <laughs> he's going to go bologna sandwiches on Wonder Bread with Miracle Whip. I'm doing a Lunchable. <laughs> I'm doing a Lunchable with a Capri Sun. Not, I'm not mad at that, but who doesn't like round ham? Yeah, just give me that little bucket of, of, of round ham right there. MLB umpires are going to use a microphone to announce the replay decisions. Like, this is the only league where you get a challenge and they walk over, they put over the headset, and then they just raise their hand in the air like, out. Like, mm-hmm. how about explaining what the challenge is? How about explaining why you reach the conclusion? Like football does, right? They're challenging the ruling on the field of a catch. Perfect. That's all we really need. All I'm asking for is, and this is for the same thing for the NBA as well, have somebody else somewhere else that's looking at the monitor, sees all the replays, mics up with the referees, guys, that is not a uh, whatever. That wasn't a foul. Let's just make it quicker. That's the only problem. Just all these replays make it quicker. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Travis Slee back at 10 a.m. on Monday morning. Mason and Ireland coming up next. It's Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.